it's Joao, along with the other co-founders of Desair, Sham, and Jonathan. And you're listening to Insights with Experts, our podcast where we interview different experts across a breadth of various industries, with years of experience under their belts, and we try to explore their perspective on their industry and learn a little more about their journey so that hopefully you too can cast a new light on your own journey. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Insights with Experts. Joining us here today, we have Mr. Chun Kit Choi, a NUS physics graduate and a current intern at Salesforce. Chun, it's absolutely wonderful to have you here today. How are you? Chun, thanks for having me here. I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. I hope you're doing great as well with um, everyone that's here as well. Of course. So, Chun, the first question which we wanted to ask, I, I, I mean, we've looked at your experience. You've done numerous non-paid internships, numerous paid internships, numerous amounts of work experience, right? What do you think is the value in doing internships as students? What can we gain from them as a whole? Even if we aren't actually being paid, why should we still have them? Well, that's a great question. Um, To be honest, um, I'll break it down into three main parts um, as to why you should really pursue an internship while you are maybe in college or even if you're not in college that's totally fine as well I think internship is just amazing for uh, three main things the first really is about you know exploration and personal growth itself so personally for me I think Shem you have done a great introduction I'm studying physics right now I'm right now in my final year and the thing about what um, you're studying in school sometimes is going to be very different um, from what you're going to do in real life. So, of course, there are friends of mine who are studying physics who go on into the field of academia, uh, maybe going on to be like food professors or they could be in like some other industry but doing maybe like R&D stuff. But there are also a bulk of them who, you know, are not so sure as of now what they want to go into because like, let's face it, when you're 18, when you're 19, when you're choosing a course, a college to go to, most of the time you might not have the clearest idea of what you want to do in the future. So internships really help to open that up, um, at least for me. So um, from a personal experience kind of point of view, um, I've been to a couple, of, um, been through a couple of internships. Um, I've been to startups, many of them, um, mostly in the tech industry. Um, I've been to venture capital funds, um, accelerators as well. Um, so that gives me a good overview of how the entire startup ecosystem is like. I've been to a, a bigger corporate as well. So my most recent internship was with Salesforce. So that that was like a big corporate kind of experience for me. But all of them has been in tech. And the whole reason why I've chosen to go into a tech industry definitely is because of my interest in science and tech. If not, I would have chosen physics as well. But the fact that... Um, you know, you choosing physics doesn't kind of restrict you in in terms of like where you can go um, next. So, for example, for me, I've chosen to go into tech because like there are still a lot of underlying things that resonates with me in this kind of industry. In tech industry, there's a lot of things where, for example, you come out with a great piece of technology, you're selling it to the public, you're selling it to corporates or whatever. A huge part of that requires you to really understand what's going on behind. And that's that's science itself, right? Um, you trying to deep dive into the laws of physics, you trying to understand how things work. And that joy is still there, but in a very different kind of form. So, 
um, personally for me during my year two I kind of um, knew that I wouldn't go into academia I wouldn't go into R&D um, it wasn't kind of like my passion but I still had that passion to find out how things work um, I still had pa- that passion for science and tech itself so I decided to you know uh, let's try going for an internship maybe in the business role because like um, that is something entirely different and that's something I wanted to try out that perhaps if I don't try out during my university life I would not be able to do so uh, after I graduate so I tried that out in a startup um, afterwards I went to a venture capital fund to kind of understand what's going on you know in the whole startup ecosystem so at that point in time I was like very caught up in this whole startup world right I went overseas also for a year um, in China and then I worked for Unicorn as well so all those were great experiences but of course um, depending on the industry depending on the size of the company sometimes um, you want to explore something else and that's why for my final internship I went to like a bigger a bigger corporate to try to understand you know why all these Fortune 500 companies, what is the secret to their success and things like that. So one thing is really about exploration, it's about personal growth and also I think very importantly as well is about the role you're getting. Um, I've tried a bunch of different roles from business development to sales to pre-sales and and even like um, you know um, an analyst in the investment team of a venture capital fund is all very different. And this is the best time for you to try all these things because when you go into the workforce proper, when you start work proper, it's going to be so difficult for you to jump between different job functions, between different job, uh, different industries as well. So this is really the best time to do so. So that is the first thing I want to talk about, like you know, exploration about personal growth as well. Now the second thing why I think internship is really important is that you gain really important real-life working experiences that you would not otherwise gain while you're in school. And you will attain a lot of different skill sets um, when you are interning with a company. And these are very, um, how to say, very specific kind of skill sets. So like how you work with team in this kind of dynamic environment, how are you going to interact with people from different uh, functions when you are in, say, for example, a sales team. How do you interact with the engineering team? How do you interact with the product management team? How do you interact with the marketing team? Because you do need their help to um, help you, of course, accomplish certain tasks that you're required to do. So, so there are a lot of things that you can learn um, while your internship that the school will not teach you. So, I think that is the second thing that is really very important. And the third thing is on a more practical front, right? The more internships you gather, the more experiences you have, the more skill sets you have, the more you are able to contribute to your future employer. So that amount, like having a good amount of internships, good amount of experiences definitely help to um, create a better CV in some sense for you. Uh, people know exactly what you are able to contribute. People know exactly what kind of experiences you've been to and they can imagine you being a part of their organization helping out um, in certain functions so that's super helpful and also of course you know the kind of network that you will be able to to get while you're in all these different companies um, these kind of networks stay with you forever so even now especially now when you know COVID is making the job market extremely hard for fresh graduates this is when sometimes you fall back to some of the networks that you have 
um, created during your internships and um, you go back to your bosses you go back to your colleagues and if they have a great you know, uh, impression of you they, they love your work and your attitude then that's when you don't really have to struggle as much um, trying to find a job right now uh, in the market so these are really like three main points I want to bring across as to why you or at least why youths should really pursue internships yep I think those those bring to light some some really good ideas. Um, I myself have like recently um, sort of started doing more internships, and I think um, it's very much the case that it's being a, a sort of student gives you the time that other people don't have to sort of try and play around, and you also get to grow your network and your skills, just like you said. And I think that is really a, a very key sort of aspect of doing the internships. Um, building on that, perhaps. How would you say, would, would you would you have any sort of like method to suggest to get more out of an internship? Like, you know, having been in, in so many various positions, you know, have you observed sometimes where an internship has benefited you more or benefited you less? And like, why, why not? Um, you know, how, how can we take the maximum value from an internship? Well, I think that's a really good question. I think a lot of times it's about the mindset itself when you enter an internship. So um, this is what I usually do during my internships. Um, what I try to do, the first thing that is really important is to learn fast. Um, you really want to pick up because when you go into internships, you are going into an entirely new company most of the time. and then. That company definitely has something unique that you have to learn about um, because that's how the company has survived um, building on what unique, whatever unique products they have. So the first thing you really have to do is to learn fast what the company is about, what the role is about, and you know the kind of knowledge or the kind of skill sets that is required in this uh, position itself. So after you have learned the fundamentals, the basics of what your job entails, right? What is really, really important next, I feel, is to be really good at what you're doing. Um, put in your best. Really give 100% of your effort into whatever you're doing. Make sure that the work you're, uh, you're producing is of the highest quality. Because with that, what comes after is that your colleagues, your managers, your bosses, they are going to see the work you're producing. And that's when they can um, start to decide you know, whether to give you more things to do, better to give you more responsibilities as well. So what happened is that um, during my one year in China, I was working with this tech company called Bookvoy. Um, what happened at that point in time is that I was in this international sales team. It's a newly formed team. And we were trying to break into different uh, markets in the world. And then for me specifically, it was like in the APEC region. And what happened at that point in time is that I was with the company for around two months. I picked up like what is kind of like required um, for my role and what's special about the company. And then at that point in time, my mentor left um, for another team. So what happened was that I was kind of like the only one left at the point in time within the team. And at that point in time, what the department head could have done is to let me just stay put as an intern. Maybe just give me like, you know, those kind of like intern kind of like um, work or whatever. 
But what happened actually is that he decided to you know give me the opportunity to really step up into my mentor's role, to take on really real responsibilities. Um, I actually have you know monthly sales figures to hit to contribute to the team, and with that also he gave me a lot of freedom in terms of like how I go about you know accomplishing my work because he trusts me. He has seen the work I've done. He knows that I am able to adapt fast. So. With that, a lot of opportunities will really come along the way. I got to go on a trip to Dubai to meet um, certain um, clients, and then also a trip to Hong Kong. And these are the kind of things that you would not usually hear from other interns that are working in other maybe like companies and stuff. So it's really down to you how you convey to your to your mentors, to your bosses, to your colleagues how good you act. You really are, and for them to trust you enough such that they don't treat you as an intern anymore. They treat you as you know, like a friend they have on the battlefield, and then they really allow you to do whatever you can do to help contribute to the team. So I think that's really important. And I think the last one, um, the last kind of advice I have is network. Networking is really important, um, not just. For you to you know keep in mind who can help you, of course, like bring into their companies maybe in the future. But also, what's important right now is that we don't really have that network into like um, all these different sorts of working professionals. And the thing about that is that um, they have a lot of stories to tell. When we are in an age where we are still exploring, these kind of stories become really important because they have been through that path. Many of them have perhaps come from a very unique background and they ended up in whatever role they are in, and that is what you're interested in. You're you're trying to understand like what kind of decisions they were making along the way, um, and what were some of the things they've done to get them to where they are right now. And those stories are so so important um, during my um, I would say personal journey. That you know it really helped me get to where I am right now, and then perhaps like. Definitely, I'll take reference um, to some of these stories moving forward as well. So, yeah, those are some of the advice that I would give. Of course, and I I find that really nice what you said about the fact that we should try to learn about these other people, because yes. this is something that we love to speak about here at this site is the whole education system. We speak about it in almost every interview because it's something we just love to you know it's something that we want to make a change to, and it's all about making that change from rote learning. Over to the new skills which we'll actually need in the future, and one of the things that we're trying to achieve in this site is learning from the the mistakes of people all 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 over the world. It's why we've it's why we're having this interview now. It's why we've interviewed footballers to CEOs because we want to learn about the mistakes they made, the yes. trips they made along the way, so that hopefully we can learn as well. So, uh, Chun, the next thing we we would like to learn. So. One of the things we try to achieve at the site is to get the best insights we can, the best pieces of advice here and there. Now, moving on from that point that you made, what would you say is the best piece of advice that you've ever received from anyone, and why so? Um, yeah, so I'll see the best piece of advice which I had had the I was lucky enough to receive it very early on when I was still you know trying to explore and things is um, this is something that my one of my first bosses told me is that don't don't let the title restrict you don't let the fact that you are an intern you know that being your title restrict 
what you are able to bring to the team and I think that's really important because the moment you treat yourself as an intern only and the moment you you know just do kind of like the bare minimum of what is kind of like expected from an intern and that's when people start viewing you just as an intern as well because like that's not what you want to have that's not what you want um, happen to you in some sense because sometimes your internship might be pretty long um, the longest I've had is a year and you don't want to spend an entire year just being an intern of sorts you want to start you know picking up certain responsibilities you want to start um, contributing in a meaning, meaningful manner to the team and I think that's really important like don't don't just keep thinking of yourself just as an intern just try to put yourself out there try to put yourself in a position where um, you will be given opportunities try to seize those opportunities and really make the best of it such that you know people can see that hey this guy is is really like fantastic his his going way beyond what is expected of him and you know this has been like not only build in some way not only will you be more known within your your company or like within your department but also that kind of impression is going to stay with those people for the rest of their lives um, sometimes you know right now for example when I'm looking for jobs sometimes I ask my ex-mentors from like two three years back for recommendations and stuff and they're still happy to give because that was the kind of impression they had of me and it's not just also like restricted to the fact that you know you shouldn't treat yourself as like a you know that maybe like lowest level of the company and then like you behave as such but also like even if you move up the ranks even if you become like a director or whatever never let that that title restrict you as well right don't don't be too full of yourself always be humble because like some of the best bosses that i've had the chance to work with they are so humble you you literally will have no idea how high up in the hierarchy they are because they are always willing to learn they are always willing to put down you know, their ego and then ask you for some of um, your views on certain things because they still treat you as um, somebody who's very valuable and I think that, that that's what makes you know, some of the leaders really really special and great so well, that, that I feel is really like the best advice I've ever kind of received yes I think that's really well put and I think in when it comes down to sort of to, to getting where you want your mindset makes a very big difference and it's much yes. harder to convince others of, of your like sort of abilities if you don't even sort of convince yourself that you're you know that you can be more than what is sort of assigned to you um, yeah absolutely um, Sean I think it's said we've all learned a lot from this interview so just to end it off, we would just like to ask you a classic question, which we ask okay. now um, interviewees. And that question is, Chan, if you could leave the youth with one piece of advice, what would that one piece of advice actually be? Yeah, so I think the based on what I've been through, I think the, the one piece of advice I have for youth is that you, you should study what you love. Definitely, you should. Um, explore what you love you should um, put time into you know uh, your university that university degree make sure you pick what you are really passionate about 
but don't let that restrict you. If you are in the field of science, if you're in physics or if you're in arts, don't think that jobs um, in the business world is going to be off limit to you. Like, don't think that you will not be able to perform in a sales role in a tech company, for example, if you're studying physics or if you're studying history, um, just because whatever you're studying during college does not have that you know, direct translation to what you're going to do um, in the future. Because I feel that that is a very restrictive mindset to have. Um, try to carve out your own path. Um, always try to find ways if, if maybe two years into your college you realise that what you're studying is not what you're going to um, do in the future then try to cover your own path there's still time to do so it might be a bit longer than other people but definitely if you put your heart into it you will be able to do so and to explore whatever you want to explore so I think that's really important yep We'd love to bring in some questions from uh, our students. This is actually the first ever episode where we are bringing in students. So today we have with us uh, Ree Stone and Willem. Um, so uh, Ree, you want to quickly introduce yourself to everyone? Um, yep. Hi, I've just finished my IB diploma and I've recently just started um, a foundation course through engineering with Southampton University um, and again only just starting this week I've been introduced to a lot of new concepts and they've mentioned how how difficult and challenging the course can be so I am quite interested to ask uh, a couple questions based on I guess engineering definitely awesome. yep. um, and uh, Willem you want to quickly introduce yourself to? So, I'm Wei Long. I'm currently just started the IB course um, after finishing GCSE. So, I'm taking Physics HL, um, Math HL, and yeah, and the other subjects really. Um, awesome. Um, and uh, just for quickly for anyone who might be wondering, the IB is a um, the IB Diploma Program is the one that they're taking part of um, and it's taken in the last two years of high school. Um, yeah, so Maurice, I believe you had some questions that you wanted to start with. Do you want to go ahead and ask some? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, so obviously there's quite there's a direct link between um, physics and engineering and I guess the skill sets which a physicist and an engineer will need uh, fairly similar. So I just wanted to ask, um, what do you think some of the most uh, important skills are for an engineer, which they'd need in the future to be successful? Well, that's a great question. Um, specifically to engineering, so even though I'm not in that view, I, I agree with you, some of the skill sets um, definitely, you know, physics major will share with engineering majors as well. And yeah. I think one of the most important things is um, discipline and also um, patience because it, let's face it physics or even like chemistry biology sciences they are not easy at all it's, it's not easy to grasp certain concepts and a lot of times you're going to struggle with it you're going to be like oh my god just what exactly am I studying right here because like you have no idea how the math relates to 
um, you know, some of the physical phenomena that you're seeing and stuff like that. And some of the math, sometimes it's just killer. Um, you, <laughs> you look at it, you totally have no idea what's going on, you don't know how to proceed forward and stuff like that. And that's where, you know, um, discipline, patience really comes into the picture because like at this point in time, you, you're definitely going to be frustrated. You're definitely going to um, find it difficult to want to carry on studying the, part, the the subject itself. But what is really important is to take that time, um, take the effort to really deep dive into some of the concepts that you have learned, some of the concepts that you have learned before. I think that's important as well, revisiting some of the things that you might have learned during your first year, your second year, during your foundation a year. Um, because like, the thing about science is that it keeps building upon um, foundational knowledge. You keep building on, for example, in year one, you might learn about like matrix and stuff like that. And then year two, year three, year, uh, year four, you're just going to keep on building on matrices. You're going to build on, on linear algebra, things like that. And then maybe move on to um, different different mathematical tools like tensors and stuff like that but it all starts from the basics so you want to grasp it well and that comes with a lot of discipline it comes with a lot of patience to fully understand what you're studying uh, fully understand something that's really difficult yes anything yeah i think i think that answer um that answers uh Ree's question really well um yeah. Ree's actually just dropped out i think his connection <laughs> is acting up so um we'll head over to way long um, what kind of questions do you have? So obviously with the whole COVID-19 thing, um, mm -hmm. a lot of internships are being offered sort of online rather than yeah. in person. Um, how would you say that online internships sort of compare with actual physical ones? And how useful would you say they are? Wow, this, that's a fantastic question. So um, you're right. All, most of the internships are moving online. Uh, my most recent internship with Salesforce, it was three months long and it was fully online. So at the start, um, I was thinking, so the main obstacle I had in mind um, at the start of the internship was, how am I going to connect with my colleagues? How am I going to you know, talk to them? How am I going to um, know them beyond just work itself how do i know them as maybe like friends and stuff like that building that kind of really unique kind of relationship and what i found during the this uh, virtual internship is that it's really not that difficult to do so it's of course it will require a lot more proactivity on your side um, for you to reach out to all these people but the fact that it is online also means that there are lesser barriers in some sense because like you do not need to take up as much time of um, the person that you want to speak to. You do not need to find like a physical place for you guys to meet. Um, a lot of times you just drop maybe like an email or like a message to maybe a colleague you want to connect with and then like set up a timing, um, half an hour Zoom, you don't need to leave your room, you can even do it while, I don't know, lying on bed, something like that, if you're not, you know, if your video is not on. And that's like, I feel like, um, one of the things that I found really special about working from home, and 
another good thing about it is like building on to of course building that relationship with your colleagues is that sometimes you might be in a corporate where um, you are working with teams from other countries as well so in a physical kind of internship meeting those people is going to be almost impossible like if you have a colleague in Australia um, there's no way you are going to meet him for coffee or something like that but in a virtual environment all these barriers they're, they're gone um, this transnational uh, sort of obstacle is not there you can easily connect with really anyone that you want to talk to um, and it's really down to how proactive you are how willing you are to step out of your comfort zone um, to reach out to these people and just you know try to learn more about them so I think that was one thing that was really different about a virtual internship that I found and I think another thing is that um, in a virtual setting sometimes people might think that you have more time to do you know your work and things like that but I've found that to be um, not the truth uh, what happened during my virtual internship is that I have so many back-to-back meetings um, because like it's so much easier to set up meetings right now you can set up meetings internally externally it's just so easy that there are so many of these meetings that you have to go for and when you are in those meetings most of the time you're trying to understand what's going on you're trying to learn as much as you can but what that creates is the fact that you are unable to kind of like work on whatever task that you're given because like it's going to be so difficult to like maybe you're tasked to work on a presentation you you're not going to be able to do that um while you're in a meeting definitely because your attention is uh, elsewhere so i think what's really important during a virtual internship is that you you know how to pace yourself in some way you know how to balance um you know some of the things that you yeah so so really pace yourself well um don't burn yourself out i think that's really something that a virtual internship taught me and how to say no like sometimes you're just way too busy with some of the things that you're doing just say hey i can't i can't really help as much um, in this aspect anymore you know because a lot of times people might think like oh as an intern you have to take on everything but that's not the truth like you still have your life that you want to lead um, sometimes you don't want to be burned out to a degree where you are unable to perform at your optimal level and that's really important yeah any weaknesses which you were able to identify which you had and if you did how did you overcome these uh, weaknesses um this is specific to physics and engineering or is it yeah. like being uh, translated to the real life working experience like uh, working physics and engineering Okay, so one of the weaknesses I have, this might be rather personal for me, is that a lot of times when I study something, um, I, I will grasp the concept, I'll be able to do um, pretty decent for maybe the finals or things like that. But what happens after is that I tend to forget some of the things I've studied. So I think that happens a lot. Like sometimes, you know, I study really hard for a certain topic in year one and in year three, I kind of need to reuse some of the things that I've learned during that year itself. And then I don't remember what exactly, you know, happened during that course itself. So um, that I think was one really big weakness I had. And like what I've said before, in science, a lot of things that you learn further down the road, it builds on the foundation that you have built. So it's you really need to keep telling yourself to 
have the patience to revisit some of these things that we have studied before because like it's going to take time to revisit them because these are not easy concepts sometimes you might have grasped it in year one and then in year three you need to take maybe like as much time to get familiar with the things itself again so um, that was definitely something that I faced and yes um, it brings back to the previous point like having the patience having the discipline to keep yourself trained in some sense um, to further tackle things down the road yeah so um, how would you say that um, programs in universities such as like formula student um, how would you say that helps you in the future in workplace environments and would you sort of go out of your way to choose a university that offers such programs? Oh, that's a brilliant question. So, um, so even within universities, different faculties, um, they will have different ways of preparing you for the, the work um, itself, the how to push you into the work environment itself. So for science itself, I'm in the faculty of science. Um, most of the time, you know, those kind of maybe like they will have like workshops on how you can um, ease your interview with your employers or like how you can prepare a resume and things like that. But sometimes it's not the focus of the faculty itself because like, you know, different faculties, they have different focus. And then um, for maybe like, you know, in business, those business major students, they will receive a lot more training on this kind of things. And then um, it's more because that is what they are focused on. That is what the faculty strongly believes in, in you know, securing the best jobs for their students and stuff like that. So it really depends on which faculty you go to. And then with regards to university itself, um, you know, some of the programs that they offer is going to be really unique. So being in NUS myself, um, the one year long internship I had in China, it was actually under a program called the National, uh, sorry, it's called the NUS College, sorry, yeah, it's called the NOC, uh, NUS Overseas College, sorry about that, yeah, NUS Overseas College, and that was actually the starting point for me um, when it comes to my journey with all this, you know, internships and stuff like that, because before that, I was very much focused on wanting to do uh, kind of like physics-related stuff maybe in the future, but then that program itself, it opened a lot of doors for me because like at the point in time I was thinking like hey this sounds really cool um, I don't want to just go on an exchange where I just play maybe for a half a year I would actually want to do something meaningful while I am overseas with the partner college or something like that and that program offers us both the exchange experience uh, so we, I got to go to Tsinghua University to do some of the courses over there. Um, I got to study physics with some of the brightest in China also. So that was a really cool experience. But beyond the exchange itself, also um, the school allowed you to take on a internship on the side, actually a full-time internship um, to complement your time over there. So that was really, really helpful in opening up my eyes to a lot of different things and preparing me um, for the work, my, you know, my future in some sense in the workforce itself because like not only they give me the platform for overseas internship experience but also it it helped me a lot in creating um in giving me a network of you know 
to to connect with people who have been through similar programs, uh, who have been through the similar program as me as well. So that really helped um, to give me experiences and also a network to tap on moving forward. So um, you are absolutely right. Um, before you enter college, I think that actually is a very very important consideration to have. Um, depending of course which major you're going into, you should definitely check out what's in store for you um, if you want to explore something else uh, what are some programs that the school is really known for um, that will give you an edge over you know students from other universities when it comes to of course uh, experiences you can get during your school life itself school days itself yeah awesome awesome so Sean thank you so much for it has been absolutely amazing. Uh, recent way long as well. I hope you, you, you guys have learned a lot. Um, I sure have. <laughs> so <laughs> again, so much guys. And uh, please, for anyone watching this current episode of Insights with Experts, please let us know the experts that you would like to hear from next, as well as some of the questions that you may have. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening in. This podcast has been brought to you by Desera, a platform designed to bridge the gap between the youth and professional. You can read more about us at desera.org. And you can also check out the section titled Insights with Experts, where you can submit your questions that you might have for future experts and industries that you would like to learn more about. And you can also refer in any experts that you might know yourself.